1: Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe, available early 2024.
4: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio.
5: You heard it, I'm RJ. Live, coast to coast. 6 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock here in Vegas. What a day. The day before the madness begins. We've got an action-packed hour for you Wednesday And a special guest, Fluman from Houston. He's a drive-time superstar down in Houston. A.J. Hoffman, he's also, though, a college basketball expert. He'll be with us today, tomorrow, and Friday. Also, amongst the pros who know, Brad Powers, all the college knowledge. Brad made a monster bet backing up his opinion yesterday. We'll be talking about that in the next segment. Also, Steve Fezzik, he won't be talking much today. But when you do, Steve, it better be good. Understood. Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to know more than their buddies. My personal promise, we will deliver the Vegas truth to you. And that includes best bets. The very best bet on Thursday or Friday. First round from Brad Fezzik, AJ, and RJ And you know what we're going to do as a special bonus? Is we're not letting Jonas make a bet just for the safety of the country.
0: <laughs> that's that that's a smart play because I just filled my bracket out and I'm pretty sure I did the women's bracket by mistake. So it's, it's been brutal. But RJ, we do start in the NCAA tournament where on Monday we told you about how well four seeds are better have done in the past 30 years of the NCAA tournament. So if we're down to just 16 teams that can win it all, you actually have a new concept that will narrow it down even more. What is? Vegas Yeah, think about that. 30 years, three decades, one time,
5: a seed worse than a number four has won it. So we can sit here and, you know, my favorite saying is, yeah, Cinderella gets invited to the dance, but she's got a curfew. And that curfew is you're not winning it if you're a five, six, seven, eight, nine. Now, it could happen, but it's one of those three times a century type events. So if we've got to 16, how do we go from there? How do we narrow down from there? Now, earlier this week, we asked our pros, who don't you like?
3: Like, just just eye test amongst the top four. So, Brad, your answer was? Yeah, we don't like the state of Kansas, Fezzik and me. I don't like Kansas in the first round. And
5: you don't like? Kansas State. All right, so you guys think real long shots for them to win it. Absolutely. So we're down to 14. I think we can get rid of two more. AJ, you came in with a theory and the numbers really back it up on there's another condition these
4: teams need to be viable to win a title. In my lifetime, I was born in 1980. In my lifetime, no team has won the NCAA tournament without a first round draft pick on the roster. So I think there's some teams, Houston jumps out as one of them. Uh, Michigan State is another that don't have a first round draft pick on their roster right now that. If that's if that's the case, you don't have a guy you can lean on come crunch time, eh, probably not.
5: All right, so you're from Houston. I am. So you feel, and, and that's what you work out of, you feel pretty confident Houston, though a four seed? Three seed. Three seed. Doesn't have a number one pick on the
4: roster. Don't have a first round draft pick.
5: Now, Florida State, Brad, is a team we like in general. But do they have a number one?
3: No, the Seminoles don't. And it's honestly their greatest strength, Florida State, is probably their weakness on why they don't. Florida State's a really deep team. 11 players get 10 plus minutes, so they utilize their depth, not necessarily their star players.
5: I'm RJ Bow, straight out of Vegas, with a packed Wise Guy Roundtable. So, Brad, do we look at a deeper team like Florida State more the second game of the weekend? Because the theory is you get a bunch of rest leading up to the Thursday-Friday games. Then it's a 48-hour turnaround. Depth matters more in Game 2?
3: Absolutely, it does, RJ. All
5: right. So really what we're saying... Now, let's just look at this Michigan State. Because I think a lot of casual fans are going to say, wait a minute, Izzo, wait a minute. They're usually a darling pick because of Izzo's experience and, quite frankly, success. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's unfair to talk about this success, or maybe unfair is not the word. I think it's only fair to talk about how good Izzo's been. And to me, to say that Michigan State's, like, we're going to eliminate them because of this new condition, that's a strong statement. So, who would be the Michigan State number one if they had one?
4: Cassius Winston's their best player, but he's just not... An M- I mean, not to say he's not an NBA prospect, but the days of six foot tall, 180 pound point guards who yeah. aren't super fast or great shooters. So, so right kind now going out the window,
5: Brad, if I said, I'll bet you 10,000 bucks, he's going to go in the first round. Would you love the other side of that? No, I wouldn't. But, but it's tough. So, so what, what, what odds would you put on Michigan state having a number one pick?
3: Oh, five to one at least.
5: Five to one against. Yeah, against. Okay, so really, what we're saying is, under this theory, unless we're playing wrong, that we can eliminate Houston, Florida State, Michigan State,
4: and now produce a. Produce a maybe. Carson Edwards is a great college player, probably not an NBA prospect. Uh, we talked uh, before the show about Tennessee and whether ad, whether or not Admiral Schofield's looked at as an NBA prospect. It's. it's so some tough. of these are going to be tight. There's some maybe ones, but I, I think you can say. With some certainty, Houston, Michigan State, and Florida State State fall into that category.
5: So if we take those three away, 16 minus three, that's 13. We take away the
4: Kansas schools. We're down to 11 teams. Can I drop one since they got to drop the Kansas schools? Can I drop one more? What do you think, Brad? We'll allow it this time. All right, go ahead. I'll drop Michigan. Michigan. You're dropping Michigan. I'm dropping Michigan. Why, just just arbitrarily? No, when when we talk about the depth, Florida State's depth, Michigan has none. And you've seen them wear down uh, in these tournament settings, and you saw them wear down again against Michigan State. At the ends of games, they just don't have enough guys. They don't have enough gas left in the tank. I think in a tournament situation, Michigan State's a tough team to back.
5: That's A.J. Hoffman. I'm R.J. Bell, straight out of Vegas. So here's what we got, Jonas. A nice round number 10 because we've eliminated Kansas, Kansas State, and Michigan by handicap. We're eliminating Houston, Florida State, and Michigan State because they have very unlikely to have a number one round NBA pick, which history says you need to win the title. That leaves... Ten teams.
0: That's right. And other than the top eight teams in the NCAA tournament, RJ, what are the non-shock best bets from the experts there in Vegas? All right. So we
5: know number one seeds got a, ch- a heck of a chance to win it. We know number twos have a heck of a chance to win it. We wanted to go around the horn and say, okay, eliminate those eight. Those are the easy ones. That's the chalk. And Fez, you know, no one wants to be a chalk eater. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) You know what's funny? Fezzik's not even here. We just have sound drops and him (laughs) saying one or two things at a time. Like, Let's see if we can. Now imagine if we had all the numbers, and I said, what's seven plus four? And it's like 11, but we had it on the board. (laughs) All right. Like a Madden game. So here's the question. (laughs) We're going to start with Fezzik. If you take those top two seeds, so the eight best teams, throw them out. Who's your pick to win the tournament?
6: Texas Tech. I like Tech because they had an early exit in the Big 12, and they were playing great before that. So I got a team that's solid, that gets rested, hasn't played a whole lot of games, and I like their draw. Also in the West, they got Michigan on the two line, and I think they can beat Michigan.
5: Okay, so Texas Tech is a top-four seed, right? Yep. And they have a number-one pick? They do, Jared Culver. So they meet the other criteria, And right now, Texas Tech, 25-1, to juicy long shot. All right, that's Fezzik's pick, Brad Powers. Same pick,
3: Texas Tech. And this isn't the NFL where I'm just copying off of Fezzik's (laughs) notes. I'm going to give you a couple other reasons why to like Texas Tech. For a three seed, they have two elite as far as nationally, elite defense, the number one defense in the entire country, Texas Tech. And I think what many consider an elite head coach, Chris Beard in his second year, already took him to elite eight last year. And now this year, I think many consider Chris Beard to be a top 10 coach nationally.
5: All right. So both on Texas Tech and listen, if the right answer is copying, what would you rather do? Not copy (laughs) or not have the right answer.
2: I represent what a real man is.
5: A real man wants the right answer. Yeah. All right. Last one, AJ. Non-top-two
4: seed, who do you got? I'll go with LSU. Ooh. I know it's an unpopular opinion these days, but LSU still has the talent. They've they've got four guys at the top of their rotation who can score, who average double digits. Uh, I, I think if the if Will Wade were there, I think people would be looking at them as a dark horse type team. It's a team that's beat Kentucky. It's a team that's beat Tennessee, and I, I think that maybe there's an overreaction. Not that Will Wade's not a great coach. He, he's a good guy to have there, but none of the talent's gone. Now, if Javante Smart were still out and or there, was, there were players caught up in the scandal and they said, oh, you guys can't play, then it'd be a different conversation. But they've got all their rotation. Uh, I, I like that team. I've liked them all season long, and I'm so, not going to let that coach scare me off of them now.
5: So, Brad, your first thought when LSU with the coaching problem was, number one is the analog was last year was Arizona. Yep. And what we saw was losing early in the twenty
3: Lost first round, Arizona to Buffalo.
5: On the other hand, we thought Wade's worth about two points initially. One for minus one for the distraction, minus one for, hey, he's the better coach or he wouldn't have been the coach. And, oh, by the way, the backup coach or the new head coach has a below 500 record. Uh, and 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 that was what school? I can't remember. What North Texas. North, really I, yeah. When yeah. you're below 500 at North Texas, <laughs> you're not quite ready for prime time. From the suspension till now. How have you evolved, Brad, your thoughts on LSU?
3: I haven't evolved as far as not thinking it's not still not a two-point downgrade. I believe it is. The X's and O's at the end of the game scenario of Florida looked to be a concern with the interim. And I thought already LSU with Will Wade was overrated. Why? LSU has five wins this season in overtime. No other team in college basketball can say that. So I already thought LSU was overrated with Will Wade. Now without him, without the X's and O's, this is a team I want to fade.
5: I got to tell you, AJ, he came pretty strong. He's strong. You want to
4: back off? No. You want to say, Brad, I'm a little nervous on national radio. You're right. No, I'd I'd feel much better in Brad and Fezzik's shoes back in a team that just lost to West Virginia.
5: (laughs) (laughs) But in a way, that's why there's value. It might be.
4: I I, I do think you're getting, what's the number on LSU, did you say? Uh, LSU is
5: 60 to one. That's the value. Well, I mean, if the the sun not come up tomorrow,
4: is a billion to one. But. And and you talk about the uh, you know you talk about overtime, all those overtime games. The reason they're able to win in overtime games is because like uh, like we were talking about earlier with Florida State, it's a very deep team, nine guys who average double digit minutes. Yeah, but,
5: but that's like you know that that sounds they don't square. run out of gas. That sounds so square. It's like oh, they win close games because they're clutch. Is that really what you're saying? Is, is clutch and depth the same thing all of a sudden? I, it, it sounded like he was trying to explain no, that all no the close clutch. wins is somehow merited. There's More, no
6: it factor. It's just, it's depth. More likely it's their coach.
5: You mean the or former Ellis. coach? Yeah.
6: <laughs> Could be.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific.
5: So, and I'll say this I'm in my mid 40s. There are certain times where you make decisions and it tells you about yourself. Like You don't quite know the answer, and then you do something, and then you know the answer. Those who don't take the next four best bets, you're going to know something about yourself.
0: All right, guys, it's time to make some people some money, and we start with a best bet from A.J. Hoffman.
4: Yeah, mine's going to be Northeastern, plus six and a half now. They are an excellent offense, an underrated offense, and I'm not just talking about an an underrated mid-major offense. They're underrated as an offense, period. They're one of the best shooting teams in the country. Fifth nationally in effective field goal percentage. This is a legit shooting team, and they don't turn the ball over. And Kansas, limping into the tournament, had a nice draw to get to the Big 12 final. I just don't think much of this Kansas team. I think they're struggling right now, and with no LaGerald Vick, no Azabuki. They just don't have the guns that they've had in recent years. I think Northeastern, you've got a, a nice little bet here on a, against a team. The Jayhawks, they they don't play well away from fog. And obviously the, the tournament games, they're not going to let you play at fog. So I, I like Northeastern plus six and a half here.
5: So you said plus 16 and a half? No, plus 6.5. Okay, so I knew that. Northeastern is playing Kansas. And the line is below seven, and we're saying, you know where the value is—that northeastern. Could this be Fezic's classic mistake? And Fez, I mean, we we don't hide stuff here, right? And sometimes it's things we want to talk about. Sometimes it's things that we don't.
4: It is my pleasure to inform you,
5: you and I have been making a lot of bets this year. You've been struggling. There have been some setbacks. I'm not going to lie. And your wife had to sit you down almost like an intervention. And what did she say?
6: She said, it's fine for me to make bets on the show, but she is strongly discouraging me from making bets against you, R.J. Bell.
5: Now, listen. Let's be honest. Very intelligent
6: wife. Uh, Results speak volumes. (laughs) All right.
0: I think
5: AJ's making the same mistake you make often. I'm going to help you a little bit so then you think you'll have a better chance to win and you'll bet more. Is your directionally right a ton, but it's built in. It's, oh, this team doesn't have this. Ah, oh, they had this long playing trip. Oh, they got the flu. I mean, what What did this line open at, AJ? Eight and a half. Mm. I mean, to me, even at eight and a half, it feels like, ah, I want. I want 10. But at, right now, what do you think the numbers should be? Here's your problem. Oh. Let me tell you your problem. Oh, you know so, what?
4: So says the the non-professional batter from Houston. What's, Continue, built, what's built in is your initial bias that, oh, this is Kansas. Look at the name on their jersey. The number should be bigger. That's what's built in as well.
5: Well, is this is the Kansas that made it to the Big
4: 12 finals because of an easy draw. They, they beat Texas, as Brad would say, a dead cat Texas team, and they beat West Virginia. I mean, what, what did you – and then what they do against Iowa State? They laid do down on the middle of the floor.
5: If, if we call it the the, the, the betters line means it's going to split the result. You can call it the handicapper's line. What line splits the result between Kansas and Northeastern? 50-50. Is it four and a half? Probably four and a half. So we literally think the line should be four and a half. Yeah, probably. All right. That is bold. Brad, what do you think of that
3: pick? mm I mean, I lean Northeastern, but man, it's definitely building. The opening line of eight, eight and a half is where my power rating said it was. I don't think you're getting a bargain with Northeastern right now.
5: I tell you, though, in a weird way, I see both sides. On one hand, I want those extra points. On the other hand, it's like the fact those extra points aren't there is going to scare a lot of people away. And, and that's why it's still up, you know, where Northeastern's getting six and a half or whatever, as opposed to four and a half.
4: Well, the, when it came down to picking my best bets for the day, I, like I, I love Irvine. I love uh, I love New Mexico State as dogs. But the, the juice has been sucked out of those numbers, too, which you talk about all the time. Bet early if you can. And, and there was some really good numbers up there. And now you're getting down to the point where eh, you're not getting the best of it.
5: That's A.J. Hoffman. I'm R.J. Bell. Straight out of Vegas going over our four best bets. A.J., Northeastern. A lot of people don't know what state that college is in. He's betting his money. By the way, there's some crazy lines out there. I mean, it just shows you these non-Power 5 teams are competitive. Marquette's three against Murray State. What state is Murray State in? <laughs> Kentucky. Most of us wouldn't know that also maryland against belmont maryland's only three Fez, i didn't know the horse track had a college <laughs> i mean you got wooford wofford, wofford whatever crazy name you want to call it. i call him Wooford myself they're laying two and a half to Seton hall you got yale only getting seven and a half against lsu Think about Shaq versus the guys on the Supreme Court. (laughs) I mean, that's the lineup. So, I mean, what we're seeing here is a lot of short numbers. I feel like Northeastern's
6: short. AJ's on it. Next up, a best bet from Steve Fezzik. Here comes another short number. I am on UCI, Irvine, plus five against Kansas State. What did that open up at? I saw six and a half. Uh, Kansas State's overrated. They may be seeded number four, but they're not the same team without forward Dean Wade last seen walking around in a walking boot. I don't think he's going to play if he plays. He's not going to be close to 100%. And Cal Irvine is underrated. They're playing in great form. They're on a 16-0 run. They've won every one of those games by eight or more. And it's the venue, RJ, that I feel isn't being priced properly. This game is in San Jose, so Irvine's going to travel this game, but also the next game after this game is Oregon, Wisconsin. So when you say
5: Irvine's going to travel, you mean the fans?
6: Yes, the fans, but all the game after this game is Oregon and Wisconsin. And both of those. So when schools, you say
5: after there's that same ticket, this is something you need to understand about home court advantage is they sell these tickets in groups of two where it's the same ticket gets you in both games.
6: Exactly. And so if I'm from Oregon or if I'm from Wisconsin, who am I going to root for? in the first game I am rooting for Irvine to pull the upset. I'm on Cal Irvine plus five.
5: That's the fast. Listen, guys, you're hearing a reoccurring theme. Let's go, let's go, let's make it go. Now we're hey, don't miss that up, we are in this thing for years, right? That's the commitment we've got with Fox. That's the commitment Fox has with us. Next year, we're looking ahead already. Bet these babies early because in every case so far, in every case, you would have had a better number if you had bet Sunday. Than if you're betting today doesn't mean they're still not profitable bets, but they'd be even more profitable getting that extra point or two.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at six PM Eastern, three PM Pacific.
5: AJ, you did some research. I on did this. some
4: research, and I found just out, just say it strong and clear so we can move on. I found out why you and Brad know, or you know what pigtails matches are. You're not a good wrestler. So what you're saying is I was correct and your, ignorance, were correct. In you're
5: your correct. ignorance showed on 200 radio stations coast yes. to coast.
4: But I was a better high school wrestler than you.
5: Well, I am sure of that as a professional MMA fighter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Guys, we have a doubleheader in the NBA on ESPN, tipping off a little over 10 minutes from now, 7 Eastern time. It's the Celtics at the 76ers. Philly, a three-point favorite on pregame.com.
5: Talking to the bookmakers, they said the NBA action was through the roof yesterday. Everyone's in town. Everyone's looking to bet. Got these crappy playing
6: games. Fez,
5: I'm sure you got a couple of likes for us.
6: I lean to the Celtics here, plus three and a half. It's a bad spot energy-wise for Philly. Third game in four nights for Philly. Third city in four nights. Okay, so that's something everybody knows. So the market just under accounts for it? Uh I think the third and four, they know about the back-to-back, but the third and four, I think the market slightly undercounts for it, yes. All right, so that's negative Philly. And also, Philly has really struggled versus Boston for whatever reason. Philly is 2-17 and 17 against Boston. Remember, they got crushed in the playoffs last year, and Philly's 0-3 against Boston this year.
5: But wouldn't we say the fact that this Philly team has changed more fundamentally than almost any team in the NBA, wouldn't it their Two, three, four year record against opponents probably mean the least.
6: Yeah, but they should have been able to get a win this year with the playoff revenge, RJ. Mm 0 and 3. All right. So which way are you leaning? So I'm leaning to the Celtics. The reason it's not alike is because Philly's just playing better than the Celtics right now.
5: Okay. So Philly's playing better than the South.
6: Recent form for Philly has been much better than Boston. And that's the thing, guys.
5: Sometimes a couple things point you one way, a couple things point you the other. That means you sit it out, watch, and wait for a better spot.
0: The Raptors are in Oklahoma City to take on the Thunder. And on pregame.com, OKC is a a four-and-a-half-point favorite. By the way, Fez,
5: uh, seems like Toronto's looking pretty good. We've got a bet here. (laughs) Brad laid the lumber with Boston. You laid the lumber
6: with, with Milwaukee. With Milwaukee. I got plus money on Toronto. You guys feel like I'm feeling pretty good right now. Both of us. Clear separation, Milwaukee and Toronto. The clear-cut top two teams in the East right now. So what you're saying is Brad's the one that's in big trouble. Oh, yeah. All right, who do you got in this We're going to lean to Oklahoma City. Sense of urgency for the Thunder in this game. They're 0-3, RJ. Their last three games, they just lost as a big favorite versus Miami. They're currently seated in the playoffs in a tie for fifth. They don't want to drop to the sixth seed and have I'm to play. Who's they? That, would, out, that would be out. Oklahoma City. So <laughs> Oklahoma City needs to win games. So strong lean to Oklahoma City. The reason it's not alike is... Oklahoma City's form has been so bad. Like I said, three straight losses. Now,
5: this is interesting because on one hand in the NBA, motivation is king. So if you lose a game, you lose a second game oftentimes. And what's the famous stat during Jordan's, and I think this is correct, during during Jordan's six title seasons, they never lost three straight games. When they lost that second game, Jordan said, we're not losing the next one. doesn't matter. That's why he's the best. But OKC losing so much, it's we can wipe away and say recent form, or is it the fact that there's just fundamental problems with this team? That Westbrook and his shooting and the, the the drama around that, the injuries with George, I mean, is this more than bad recent form? Is this perhaps
6: OKC's plummeting like a rock? Yeah, Westbrook is not shooting well, and this team has not met expectations because of it.
5: Now, are you, how are you feeling about OKC making the playoffs?
6: Oh, they're a lot. They're like 99%. Okay. We got two best bets coming up here momentarily.
0: First, want to let you know straight out of Vegas is brought to you by Mako. You might not be able to get a new car with your tax refund, but you can make your car feel like it's brand new. All it needs is a great paint job. Come into Mako today and get your dream paint job during their tax season sales event. Best
3: bet time from the one and only Brad Powers. And I'm going to take Oregon plus two over Wisconsin. So bear with me. There's two major power rating services out there that the market accounts for. It's Ken Palm and Jeff Sagarin. And both of those uh, power rating systems use full season power ratings. There's a weakness with both of those. They don't always properly account for injuries or if there's a lineup change with a team. and they're, So
5: if a team is fundamentally different now than it was during a big portion of the season.
3: Exactly. Oregon meets both of those criteria. Number one, Oregon had a massive injury. Their best player, Bull Bull, a first-round draft pick got hurt early in the season. That hurt them. And Oregon recently, fundamental change. Went with a different lineup. Since Oregon went with a different lineup, eight straight wins, eight straight covers, annihilating the competition. Oregon, a preseason top 10 team, finally played. Playing like it now. Wrong team favored. Oregon plus two over Wisconsin.
5: That's Brad Powers. Strong stuff there. I read nine newspapers a day.
0: And finally, it's time for a best bet from the voice of Vegas, R.J. Bell. Listen,
5: this is going to scare a lot of people. And to me, the bets that are the hardest to make are usually the best bets. And this is one, again, it's it's edgy. Oh, yeah, this is straight hip hop. (laughs) Virginia... First half. Now wait a minute. Virginia, aren't they the only team in the history of the world to lose as a number one seed, Fez? Only one. And now you're laying 13 and a half, RJ. Talk to me. Now that's the key. If you look at the whole game, the whole game line is minus 23 and a half. And I'm thinking, okay, four minutes left. Virginia is up by 25. What are they thinking? They're thinking, hey, we did it. Who we got next? Who do we got next? Bring it on. Next, please. Like you at a buffet, right? Give me that third play. <laughs> but, but if they're up 11 Virginia with three minutes left in the first half, what are they thinking?
6: We better separate before halftime.
5: Yes. So I think you're going to have a clearly superior Virginia team that in the first half will be as motivated, as focused – if not more so, than any number one seed in literally history. And with a number like 13-and-a-half, you're not laying that much. So this is RJ's best bet of the first round. I took off the rubber band. It's in the first half only, Virginia, with all that focus, laying 13-and-a-half. Brad, what do you think? Love
3: that pick a lot. Yeah? That's a heck of a lot of sense. Better
5: than Fez's picks in general? Oh, yeah, but that's not saying much. <laughs> what? Whoa, whoa. Remember, guys, check out Brad. He bet over $5,000
0: against Duke, backing up his hot take. The Odd Couple is next. We are straight out of Vegas, back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right smack dab in the middle of the NCAA tournament and right here on Fox Sports Radio.
2: Straight out of Vegas!
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
1: There's plenty to celebrate in March. And expect